Genesis chapter 1. Welcome to our child dedication service. I know a lot of people have baby dedication services, but not all the children getting dedicated today are babies. And uh, so today is a child dedication service, and uh, we just welcome you. We're so glad that you're here, and we want you to, to be at home. Uh, if you need anything, let us know, or even if you, you know, after the service or any time, today, tomorrow, next month, next year, if you need something, we're here to serve you. If we can pray with you or lift you up, just let us know, and uh, we will just see the goodness of God come into your life. Amen? Amen. 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 So, Lord, we just thank you today. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Father, that we're alive. Thank you, Lord, that we can worship you. Your word says in James chapter 1, verse 17, that every good and perfect gift comes from above. So, Lord, if we took every good and perfect gift out of our life, what we're bringing to the table is not always that much. Really, it's never that much. But if we have something good in our lives, it's from you. It comes down from the Father of lights with whom there's no variableness nor shadow of turning. Lord, we receive your goodness and we praise you for it. We recognize you as the source of all things that are good and perfect. And Lord, today we worship you. Today, Lord, we just honor you in the good gifts that are our children. And for some of us, our grandchildren. Lord, we just honor you and we worship you and we thank you, Lord for those good gifts in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So we want to jump right in, and I just want to go, I want to start at the beginning in Genesis uh, chapter 1, verse 26. You come to the sixth day of creation, and God said, Let us make man in our image, according to our likeness. And let them rule over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the sky and over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. God created man in his own image. In the image of God he created him. Male and female he created them. God blessed them. And he said to them, be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth and subdue it. Rule over the fish of the sea and the birds of the sky and over every living thing that moves. And so what you see in here is you see the beginning of creation and mankind, how they're formed. In the beginning of creation, he said, look, before that there was no man on the earth. But in this moment, he said, let me create man and let me put it this way. Let me create uh, what will be children in my image. Let, a, let us create Mankind in our image. And you have the original creation of mankind, but you also have the original mission given to mankind. For man to have rule and dominion over the earth. In other words, you had the goodness of God and the goodness of who He is. And then He says, take this goodness and just expand it. Explode my goodness over all the earth. This is a part of what He said to do. So you have the original creation and the original mission of mankind. And then you see that same mission passed uh, on to Noah and then Abraham. And throughout all the ages, this mission has not ceased yet. You still saw in Jesus this mission taking place. 
that mankind would put on the image of God, would choose God, put on the image of God and fulfill the mission, bring about God's goodness in the earth. And it's the same today. Your children that we're dedicating today, uh, they are made in the same image of God. They have on their lives the same mission to carry out the goodness of God in this earth. It's the same mission. And we as parents and grandparents and family and, and our church family, we have the responsibility and the stewardship to take these kids and say, let us raise them up so that they put on the goodness and the likeness and the image of God and take that same mission into the earth the same way that it was said right here in Genesis. Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 4 and 5. Jeremiah, God is talking to Jeremiah here and he's getting ready to call him into his ministry and Jeremiah is not an old uh, person by any stretch. Matter of fact, Jeremiah's having a little bit of an issue and says, Lord, I'm, lo I'm young. And God says, don't talk to me about being young, just know that I've called you. But right here, God says something to Jeremiah and he says in verse 4, now the word of the Lord came to me saying, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. And before you were born, I consecrated you. In other words, I separated you. Before you were even born, I have appointed you a prophet to the nations. So what's interesting here is that before Jeremiah was even born, before he ever really even was there in the womb, God knew Jeremiah. God also knew what plans he had for Jeremiah. He knew the calling. And just like with Jeremiah, maybe your child is not called to be a prophet. Maybe they are, but here's the thing. Even if they're not called to be a prophet, God knows the plans for each and every person that God has for them. Some of us have actually lived out God's plans for our lives. Some of us haven't. Today's a day when that can change for everybody. We can start to move into the plans that God has for us. And what are we going to find when we do that? Flip on over to Jeremiah 29, chapter 29, and we get a look into how God sees each and every one of us and the promises that he lays out. Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for calamity, to give you a future and a hope. In the New Living it says it like this, For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord, they are plans for good, and not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope. You know, I, I joke, I've, I've had this same joke for a long time, and I hope you laugh at it if you've heard it before. But, you know, a lot of times we have 
we have this idea, it's not really a joke as much as it is, it's funny because we know it's true. We have this idea that God's sitting up in heaven with a lightning bolt and he's like, uh, just, just mess up. You just, just mess up one time. Yeah, you know, and we're just, that's the way we see God is he's sitting up there. Maybe he's just the big, you know, he's the big, bad, mean teacher with the long ruler that reaches from heaven to earth. And he's like, just touch that pencil one more time, you know, bam. And he's just waiting to do that. But that's not who God is. God's a good God. And he says, look, I know the plans that I have for you. You know, in Jesus, in Jesus, what we saw was the, the perfect character in nature. Hebrews 1, 3 says that Jesus was the perfect character in nature of Christ. He was the exact representation of him. And one of the things that happened, you notice, you remember a lot of people apply uh, the Old Testament. The Old Testament was a picture of God, absolutely, no doubt about that. But there was a completion of the picture of God that took place in Jesus. And the completion of that picture of God in Jesus, it really you can see it so clearly in the story of the adulterous woman. The adulterous woman comes up and the picture of God we see in the Old Testament, uh, she's broken the law, she's done bad things. They're trying to set Jesus up. And then all of a sudden they bring this adulterous woman who was caught even in the act steps in and, and Jesus is sitting there and they're trying to get him to break the law. And at that point you see the perfect picture. Did Jesus do anything outside of God's will, outside of the Father's will? No, he only did what he saw the Father do. In other words, he only acted out the heart of God and he only said what he heard the Father say. And so they're sitting there and they think, hey, if he doesn't stone the lady then he broke the law, we've got him. And if he does stone the lady, then he's going to lose the heart of the people. We got him. And so they set him up between a rock and a hard place. And he goes in, he kneels down. I believe he was probably praying, seeking, Lord, what's your heart on this thing? I need your wisdom. There's a, a, a pinch here. And at that moment, we see the heart of God that says, if, if any of you doesn't have any sin, you throw the first stone. And they all start dropping their stones and walking away. The Lord showed them a wisdom how to bring about the love of God into this lady and have her life change forever instead of just ending life. John 10.10 says, The thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus said, I'm come that they might have life and have it in abundance till it overflows is what the words mean there. And that right there with the adulterous woman, you know, he says, Lady, where are your accusers? And she says, They are no more, Lord. They're no more. But here's the thing. There was somebody there that had no sin. Jesus had no sin. Legally, he was legal by the law to start picking up rocks and start throwing them at the lady. He was legal. But he never did anything but what he saw the Father do. And the completion, the perfect picture in Christ was saying, look, even though you messed up, even though you messed up, I have a future for you. 
I have good stuff for you. I have a great life for you. I have plans. And he says, let me give you love, and that love will then turn around and give you empowerment to go and sin no more. A lot of times in the church, we look at the door, and somebody walks into the church door, and, and they got stuff on them, and it's wrong, and it's the world, and we're like, you get that stuff right, and then you can come in here. Jesus said, come with your stuff. You're going to find love, and that love will now empower you to go and sin no more. This is the thing that will happen when we go after God. This is what will happen. We will find that He has a future and a hope for us, and it is good. It is so good. God has good plans for us all if we'll walk with Him. And that's the key. Will we take our lives and say, Lord, you're so good and I trust in you and because I trust in you, I'll actually walk with you? And with our children, this is where we're at. A child dedication is saying, Lord, we're going to give ourselves and our lives to you. We're not just going to let life happen. We're going to take your word. We're going to apply your word. We're going to dedicate ourselves and dedicate our, our children. And when we come to you and we start walking with you and we submit ourselves to a good God, what are we going to find? That God has good plans. We're going to find that he's a good God that wants to give us the forgiveness, that wants to help us move into great plans, great things that he has for us. Amen. Psalms 127, 3 through 5 says this, Behold, children are a gift of the Lord. The fruit of the womb is a reward. The children that we're dedicating today, they're a gift. Yes. To who? To you. To you, to your family. They are a gift. Then you see some more of the mission of God, like arrows in the hand of a warrior. So are the children of one's youth. In other words, children can be a way to bring about the mission of God and to be appointed a, a weapon of God that finds its target. Children can be that. In other words, if we know that God is good and He really wants good things for us and we see that His plan is that, then we're able to help get that good stuff in each and every person's life as we understand what we're doing and the mission that God has for us. How blessed is the man whose quiver is full of them. They will not be ashamed when they speak with their enemies in the gate. 1 Samuel chapter 1 and verse 20 talks about Hannah. And this is a lady who could not have children. She was, and she really just wanted a child. She finds herself weeping and crying and, and having, having just you know, mourning because she couldn't have children. And then she finds herself in front of the high priest. She finds herself at that place. And he says, and he blesses her. And then she has a child. In verse 20 it says, It came about in due time after Hannah had conceived that she gave birth to a son, and she named him Samuel, saying, Because I have asked him of the Lord. Samuel means God's heard me. Verse 21, Then the man, man Elkanah, went up with all his household to offer the, to the Lord the yearly sacrifice and pay his vow. But Hannah did not go up, for she said to her husband, I will not go up until the child is weaned, 
Then I will bring him that he may appear before the Lord and stay there forever. Now she's taken Samuel, the child, to dedicate him to the service of ministry and leave him at the temple forever. This was Samuel. Samuel became one of the first great prophets of Israel. And God used him mightily, mightily. And this is, who, this is how that came about, from a lady who thought that God didn't have any good plans for her anymore. There was, and then all of a sudden, God brought her the gift of a son. And this son, when she took that son, that child, and she handed him over to the Lord, in the Lord's hand and her hand by her heart's dedication, Samuel became a great weapon for the goodness of God. That's who Samuel became. But it came about because it started with the parents who said, I'll dedicate this child. I'll dedicate this child. Verse 23, Elkanah, her husband, said, Do what seems best to you. Remain until you have weaned him. Only may the Lord confirm his word. So the woman remained and nursed her son until she weaned him. Now when she had weaned him, she took him up with her, a three-year-old bull and an ephah of flour, a jug of wine, and brought him to the house of the Lord in Shiloh, although the child was young. They slaughtered the bull, brought the boy to Eli, and said, Eli was the priest, he said, O oh my Lord, as your soul lives, my Lord, I am the woman who stood here beside you praying to the Lord. For this boy I prayed, and the Lord has given me my petition, which I ask of him. So, have, so I have also dedicated him to the Lord. As long as he lives, he is dedicated to the Lord. And they worship the Lord there. So at this moment, Hannah brings her son and says, This child is the Lord's. And from that point, that child, Samuel, becomes the prophet that we read about today that did such great things. But it came about because of that heart condition in the woman that said, you know what, I wouldn't even have a son. I wouldn't even have good things if it wasn't for God. I wouldn't even have it if God didn't have good plans. Let me dedicate this boy's life. Let me dedicate this child's life so that great things can happen not only in my life but in lives of a lot of people. All of us have this uh, ability and potential this morning in each and every child that's in here. And you know what? You may be a child of somebody. Matter of fact, if you're not, let's talk. Uh, but you're a child. And today, your life can turn to the good things of the Lord as well. You can make a choice. You know what? I can give myself to the Lord and the Lord can do great things in me. This is, this is the beauty of it is that we can do that at any time. Yeah, it's funny because uh, 1 Samuel chapter 2 going into the next chap chapter, verse 1 and 2, Hannah rejoices over her child and the goodness of God and uh, it says, then Hannah prayed and said, My heart exalts, or it exalts, in the Lord. My horn is exalted in the Lord. My mouth speaks boldly against my enemies, because I rejoice in your salvation. There is no one holy like the Lord. Indeed, there is no one besides you, nor is there any rock like our God. And then she goes on. She's exalting in the Lord. I know that's how your kids make you feel at 2 o'clock in the morning, right? That, 
All right. That, that's the way your kids made you feel when they were, you know, waking you up every two to three hours. And Right. You want to exalt the Lord at 3 a.m. Isn't that what the way you feel? You know, a lot of times, though, here's the thing. We take that for granted. You know, so many times I've heard stories of people that they go through life and then they're, you know, their children are not around them as much anymore. They moved away and they go, you know what, I just love to hear them again. And that should be a reminder that no matter where we're at, no matter how frustrating sometimes life can present us, we still have so many good things to give God praise for. We have so many good things. Praise God, we get to see our kids and we get to have them. And then watch them grow up, watch them make mistakes, you know. Like yesterday, <laughs> at our outreach while we're giving out water, Nicole and I are horrified when J.D. points out, uh, Brian, Pastor, and we turn around and Luke's there in front of the whole world with his drawers to his ankles, relieving himself. It was awesome. Yeah, that's exactly the moment where I just felt like, oh, praise God, hallelujah, you know. That was the moment right there. It's like, it, just turn around at least, you know, point that way, not to the world. It was, it was awesome. It was a great moment. I thought we were past that, apparently not. But I'll never forget it. And I'll praise God for the joy of children in that. Let's turn to Deuteronomy 6 and verse 4. Could have been. Deuteronomy chapter 6 and verse 4. It says this, Hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might. To love Him means to choose Him, to make a choice for Him. These words which I'm commanding you today shall be on your heart. These words that he's telling them, verse 7, You shall teach them diligently to your sons and shall talk of them when you sit in your house and when you walk by the way and when you lie down and when you rise up. In the New Living it says this, And you must commit yourselves wholeheartedly to these commands that I'm giving you today. What commands? To love the Lord with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Repeat them again and again to your children. Talk about them when you are at home and when you're on the road and when you're going to bed and when you're getting up. Talk to your children about that. Talk to your children. Remind them of the good things of God. What's funny today is, you know, a lot of times the super kids are over there and the kids are in the nursery, but because it's child dedication, everybody's in here today. And all the parents are sitting there going, oh my goodness, shh, be quiet, be quiet. <laughs> Praise God you've got a baby there and a child. That doesn't bother us. We're, we're happy. You know, Lord, right now, we're, just, we're happy. Yes, 
that these children are in here and able to be with us. You know how many people have prayed for years to have a baby that would give them a hard time in church. I just want one for years. What a joy. What an honor to have them. And now at this time, amen, that's awesome. You know how long we prayed for that to happen? That's okay. That's a great rejoicing. Many of you, we've prayed for years on these things. But now's the time to say, Lord, look, you've blessed us. And now let us return some of that love back to you by teaching this child teaching this child how to love the Lord with all their heart, soul, mind, and strength. Proverbs 22.6 says, Train up a child in the way he should go, and even when he's old, he will not depart from it. Proverbs 17.6 says this to grandparents, Grandchildren are the crowning glory of the aged. Parents are the pride of their children. Listen, this involves not just the parents, but it involves everybody who's going to be in that child's life. Church family, I'm talking to you. The, the kids that will be dedicated today, you should be praying for them, even if they're not yours biologically. You should be lifting them up. You should be lifting up those parents. You should be lifting up that family. A word to the parents is, look, teach your kids about the things of God. Ephesians 6, 4 says this, Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger by the way you treat them. Rather, bring them up with discipline and instruction that comes from the Lord. This is how we're supposed to be. This is not something we should see as an option. We should see this and say, Lord, you love me so much to bless me with children, to bless me with good things in my life. Lord, you love me that much. My, oh, the best thing, the only thing that's really an option from this point forward is to teach them about you and raise them in you. Even in places that I wasn't raised in, let them reach the depths of your love, Father. Let them reach the heights of the glory that you have and want to pour out on them. Let them walk in it. But it begins today by you saying, Lord, I honor you by dedicating this child and, and being myself going after you in my life by taking myself and pouring myself as a parent and a grandparent and a, and a family in the community I, by taking myself and pouring myself on the altar of God. Because that child is never going to reach what God has called it to. The great and good plans without you giving yourself to God. It doesn't work that way. You are stewards of God's children. And, and I wrote this down. Remember this. Before they were made in your image, they were made in God's image. He knew them before the beginning of time. See, a lot of times we grab a hold of children and they become ours because our focus is so physical and not spiritual. But that child is a spirit created by the greatest spirit of all, God. That child was made in the image of God before he was made in your image. And the best thing that we can see is that we are a steward 
over the children of God. We have a responsibility to take a, take a child and show him what his real father looks like. What a great opportunity and what a great responsibility. In Matthew chapter 12 around verse 46, you know, Jesus is sitting there and, and they say, Hey, your mother and your brothers are outside. And Jesus said, Who are my mothers and brothers? And then he says, basically, I'll show you. My mother and my brother are these, the disciples sitting in front of me. In other words, he understood that there was a family that went beyond just flesh and blood and went to the blood of Christ. There was a family that was connected spiritually that was just as strong, if not stronger, because spiritually their roots were that strong. He said, he was saying, listen, my, my brother and my mother and my sister, they're the ones who obey God. And so before they were made in our image, before our kids took on you know, some of Nicole's looks and some of mine, thank goodness more hers, before they took on some of those looks, they took on the image of their father God. And we have a responsibility to raise them to look, listen to this, we have a responsibility to raise them so that they look more like their Father God than they even do us. And when we teach them to look more like a loving Father, then all of a sudden the world will start to look the way that it needs to. A lot of times as parents we take on, this is really not a good pride, but we take on a pride in how much they copy us. But we should be even more pleased when they start to copy God. We should be more pleased. What is dedication today? Listen, dedication today is not salvation for that child. They don't go to heaven because we have this service today. They go to heaven because there's, they walk through the door of Jesus Christ. That's the only reason that they go to heaven. But a dedication is a correct and great and godly beginning for each child to help ensure that they will walk through the door that is Jesus, that they will find the way to their heavenly Father, that they will find that. They, God's not going to strip your child of his choices because he's dedicated today. He's going to give them the choice to love just like he gave it to you. But you can start them off on the right track. You can start them off running the right race. And that's what begins today. In Luke chapter 2, verse 21, Joseph and Mary had had Jesus. And when the time came, they took him to the temple to dedicate him. So what we're doing today is we're following the example of Christ. He says, eight days later, when the baby was circumcised, Jesus, he was named Jesus, the name given him, by the angel even before he was conceived. You'll notice that Joseph and Mary had a command from God about the child to name him. What's his name? You know, so many times we just move through life and we do things the way that we were taught, but we never even take into consideration what God has said about it. And we need to go back and say, how do I raise this child? How do I raise him? I go back, Lord, how do you want this child raised? What do you say about him? How can I help him be? We, we go back, even 
Joseph and Mary needed to be obedient about what God has said. And they were good stewards of the Son of God. Then it was time for the purification offering as required by the law of Moses after a birth of a child. So his parents took him to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. And the law of the Lord says, If a woman's first child is a boy, he must be dedicated to the Lord. So they offered the sacrifice required in the law of the Lord, either a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons. And it's interesting here that they took him to the temple to dedicate him. I noticed in, in the story in Samuel about Samuel when he was dedicated, and I noticed here too that both of them, they came with an offering. And I, I never really paid attention to that before this week. I just hadn't really looked at that. But do you see that both the parents were saying, Lord, we have in our hands a good gift. And that good gift is to you. And so they brought to the Lord and said, Look, Lord, we want to honor you. We want to worship you as they went. This is a part of it. In other words, this was not just them bringing a, bringing a payment to the church. This was them out of their heart saying, Lord, I worship you. Thank you for who you are. Thank you for what you've done. And now let my heart, let my heart give back to you in that way. It had nothing to do with the church except that they were receiving it. It had to do between them and God. And I would challenge each and every one of you this morning. You know, Are we giving God enough honor? Are we giving God enough honor for the things that he's given us? Right now, matter of fact, just, just close your eyes for a second. And I want you to think, if you're having here for a child being dedicated today, I want you to think about that child. Have you worshipped God enough in your heart over the great and good gift that is that child? Maybe today you're not here for a child, but you're just here for church. But the Lord has done great, great things for you. When you were at your worst, God said, let me give you my son. Now, if you're a parent, you can begin to understand the depth of that choice that the father made. Because when it comes to giving a child, that is not something that anybody wants to do. But he loved us that much to give us Christ. Have you honored the Lord and worshiped the Lord enough in your heart? Have you taken time to praise Him for all the good and perfect gifts in your life? The gift of a child, the gift of family, the gift of Jesus. When we were all messed up at our worst, Jesus said, I don't care that they're at their worst, I love them enough to go and die for them. The word kind of puts it like this, if he loves us that much, then the least we can do is take our life and give it to him. That we can serve him, because the truth is, we would all be sunk if it wasn't for him. You know, there's a lot of people in the world right now, and, and they really don't like God. They really, they really think that God is mean and big and bad. They think that they think that the Lord is is, you know, not good. And the interesting thing is is that most of us are going to find out with abundant clarity that it's God who kept us alive the whole time. 
we're going to find out that his love is what's already saved us from some pretty bad stuff. So right now, I just ask you to examine your own heart. Lord, have we praised you and worshipped you enough for the child? Have we praised you and worshipped you enough for just your goodness and your mercy? And right now, you can say, you know what, Lord, I, I probably should be worshiping you more. And I just invite you right now, I invite you to say, Lord, let me worship you by turning my life over to you. If you are truly that good, if you're truly that good, Lord, let me worship you by putting you first. In Romans chapter 12, it says it this way, it says, let us present our lives as a living and holy sac sacrifice, acceptable unto God, which is our reasonable service. When we truly begin to understand the depth and the goodness of God, what we will see in that moment is that God is worthy of everything we can give Him and more. So if that's you this morning and you just want to worship Him more, just pray this. I invite everybody to pray this with me. Just say, Father, I choose Jesus this morning. I make Him the Lord of my life. He calls the shots. He's the director of my life. I believe that He died for me. And I believe that God the Father brought him back to life, back to life for, me. for me. And when he raised up Jesus, he raised me up with him. And according to your word, he seated him in heavenly places. And spiritually, I am seated there with him. I receive him as my Lord and Savior. And honor, him and honor him and worship him, and worship him today, today. In, Jesus name. in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 After they brought Jesus, there were some people there. There was Simeon and Anna, and they had some prophetic words about the greatness of Jesus. And they spoke into their lives. We're going to pray and speak. A child get dedication is just this. It's worship to God for the gift of children. It's acknowledgement that it is God that gives every good and perfect gift. It's acknowledgement that we are stewards of God's children. It's words over the child or prophecy that they will fulfill God's plan for their life. And it is a dedication is a choice and commitment for the family and friends to raise up a child in godly thinking and ways. Today as we pray over your children, uh, we have a Bible uh, for each one of them. And uh, we had some extra, extra children to be dedicated that said, Hey, we want, we want to be there too. So if you, we don't have one of those, we're get, we will get that for you. We also have some oil here. According to James chapter 5, it says... When someone is sick or it talks about basically if they're in need, then they should come before the elders of the church and they'll lay hands on them and anoint them with oil. And the prayer of faith will save the sick. Well, parents, 
you are the elders of your home. And so we want to give each one of these, when you pray over them, that you will have this oil that we will pray over and give to you. We will anoint them today for their life to be dedicated and covered with the glory of God. It's a representation of that, and we'll give that to each one of you. So let's go ahead and let's have uh, the parents and the children come up here. We'll go ahead and uh, call. Let's bring... Uh, Johnny and Holly Shaver, come on up here. And Miss Arabella. How are you? Good. Look at all those people. <laughs> No, you're not. She's not shy at all. So this is Mr. Johnny and Holly Shaver and Miss Arabella Suzanne Shaver. Amen. And we're going to dedicate her to the Lord this morning. So I just want to ask you, Johnny and Holly, do you choose, commit, and declare that you will love God, that you, you too, will love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, that you will model before your child faith, hope, and love, that you promise to create an environment for godliness to take root and bear fruit in your child's life by proactively praying, worshiping, being founded on God's word, and planting yourself in the body of Christ, etc. If so, answer, we do. Johnny and Holly, by, by those following commitments, do you dedicate yourselves and your decisions and actions to Jesus and dedicate Miss Arabella to God today? If so, answer, we do. Amen. So any family members that are here today, do you also dedicate yourself to, to Miss Arabella's raising up in godly ways today? You can say amen. And church family, do you also dedicate yourself to Miss Arabella's raising up in godly ways today? Amen. 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 <laughs> Father, we just thank you so much today for Johnny and Holly, and we just praise you for them. We just ask for your anointing to be on them to raise up Arabella in the most godly of ways. Father, we just thank you for them and your anointing. And Lord, we just dedicate Miss Arabella to you and her life that it would be godly. Father, we just pray blessings over it in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Blessing be now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father, for your goodness and your mercy. Blessing of God. We dedicate this family and Miss Arabella to you, Lord Jesus. Amen. 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 Here you go. And that is yours. You are welcome. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Love you very much. Hey, love you too. <laughs> 
<laughs> she said no. <laughs> Let's see. Yep. Miss with the family of Marilyn, Elizabeth Emerson. Miss Liz. Look at this dress. Nice boomerang. Give that to them. You can come over here, Brandon. Come over. Hey, sweetie, what you doing? You're like, I got the boomerang. Yeah. I can hear her squeaking, chewing on that. Yeah. Squeak, squeak, squeak. You got teeth coming in? Yeah. Amen. <laughs> All right. <coughs> Mr. Brandon, Miss Paige Emerson, and Mrs. Zayla, and Miss Liz. Right? Yes, you. <laughs> That's awesome. They come to dedicate Miss Liz to the Lord today. Brandon Page, do you choose, commit, and declare that you will love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, that you will model before your child faith, hope, and love, that you promise to create an environment for godliness to take root and bear fruit in Miss Liz's life by proactively praying, worshiping, being founded on God's word and planting yourself in the body of Christ, etc. If so, answer, we do. Brandon Page, by following those commitments, do you dedicate yourselves, your decisions and actions to Jesus and dedicate Miss Liz to God today? If so, answer, we do. Family, do you also dedicate yourself to this child's raising up in godly ways today. Amen. And church family, do you also dedicate yourself to raising up Miss Liz, Miss Liz, raising her up in godly ways today? Amen. Amen. Where's that? Going to pray? Oh my goodness. Here you go. Father, we just thank you. I'm going to stand over here. Father, hey there. We just thank you for Miss Liz. We prayed for her. We just ask for your blessing to be on her in every way. In Jesus' name, amen. We dedicate her to the Lord. And we pray the blessings of God be in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, for your goodness. We just declare this body whole and full, completely restored all the days of her life and long life and the blessing of God and the love of God be made manifest in her in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. It's like, okay, mama. So tell me about her outfit. Um, it wasn't handed down in our family, but a, a family friend gave it to us. And Amen. Amen. Yeah. Almost 100 years old, so 
Wow. We're going to Azela wore it for her dedication, and now Liz has worn it. So Amen. Hand it down to their girls. Amen. Amen. Well, that's awesome. Blessings be in Jesus' name. Amen. And on you guys too. Father, I just ask that you would bless the parents in every way. And Miss Sister, thank you, Father. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Thank you, guys. Pray for the blessing on the family in every way. Thank you, Lord, for your blessing to be in every way. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> Miss Elena Lattimore. Got that. You gave that one to them? Hello. Hello. Come see me. Say her middle name. Jedzia. Jedzia. Okay. Elena Jedzia Lattimore. Amen. Mr. Daniel, Miss Amari. I'm so glad that y'all are here, and I'm glad Miss Elena's here too. I'll let you hold that. Daniel and Amari, do you choose, commit, and declare that you will love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength? that you will model before your child faith, hope, and love, that you promise to create an environment for godliness to take root and bear fruit in Miss Elena's life by proactively praying, worshiping, being founded on God's word, and planting yourself in the body of Christ, etc. If so, answer, we do. We do. Daniel and Amari, by following these, those commitments, do you dedicate yourselves your decisions and actions to Jesus and dedicate Miss Elena to God today. If so, answer, we do. we do. All right. Family, I'll say family and church family, do you also dedicate yourself to Miss Elena's raising up in godly ways today? Amen. Amen. Father, we just ask for your blessing right now on Mr. Daniel and Miss Amari. May the blessing of God be on them in every way. Father, we just praise you for your goodness and your mercy. And Lord, we just declare wisdom. Wisdom to raise up Miss Elena in the best of ways. Your ways, Father. Wisdom be in every way in Jesus' name. Thank you. Amen. That's chewable. That's chewable. Hello there. Hello, dear. Father, we just pray for a blessing on Miss Elena. Thank you, Lord, for, her, for your goodness and your mercy. Thank you for everything that you're going to do in her life. Lord, we dedicate Miss Elena to the Lord today, and we ask for your blessings to be made manifest from this day forward. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Hello. Hello. Thank you, Father. You got you give them the Bible. All right. Thank you, guys. Amen. You're welcome. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> She's good. Sawyer Gregory Clayton. Sawyer Gregory Clayton.
Yeah. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Mr. Bradley, Miss Jessica Clayton, and Mr. Sawyer. Hey, bud, what's up? He's like, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. So glad to have y'all today. So, Bradley and Jessica, do you choose, commit, and declare that you will love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, that you will model before your child faith, hope, and love, that you promise to create an environment for godliness to take root and bear fruit in Sawyer's life by proactively praying, worshiping, being founded on God's word, and planting yourself in the body of Christ, etc. If so, answer, I do. Or we do. I'm, it's the wedding thing coming up. Hey, what's up? How are you? <laughs> That's a great... Give me a high five. Give me a five. Boom. Yeah, that's awesome. By following those commitments, do you dedicate yourselves, your decisions and actions to Jesus? And do you dedicate Mr. Sawyer to God today? If so, answer, we do. All right. So family and church family, do you also dedicate yourself to raising up Mr. Sawyer in God's ways today? Amen. Amen. Here you go, buddy. Come here real quick. Oh, what's up? How you doing? Father, we just thank you so much for Mr. Sawyer, and we just ask for your blessing to be. Today, Lord, we just dedicate him to you. Let his life be your life. Let his words be your words. Let his actions be your actions in every way. Father, we just declare that he lives a godly life. Lord, we just come against any attacks that may try to come against him. No weapon formed against him shall prosper in the name of Jesus. We thank you for your goodness and your mercy, Lord. Blessing of God be on him in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Let me pray for you guys. Blessing of God be on Bradley and Jessica. Lord, may your glory rise up in them and may your blessings overwhelm them and flood them in every way. May your goodness and your good plans come forth and be made manifest in their life and in their home. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you, guys. <laughs> hey. Miley and LaVey Taylor. Hey there. Here, stand right there. Right there. Hey, Miss Miley. Let me have some Bible. I have some. Hey, I got something for you. Look, look how pretty that is. That's, that's for you. There you go. There you go. That's for you. This is your own Bible. Yeah. You like that? You like it? Cool. Cool. <laughs> that's awesome. So, Miss Rebecca. And LaVey and Miley, I'm glad you're here. Yeah. 
Miss Rebecca, do you choose, commit, and declare that you will love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, that you will model before LaVeya Miley faith, hope, and love, that you promise to create an environment for godliness to take root and bear fruit in your children's lives by proactively praying, worshiping, and being founded on God's love and planting yourself in the body of Christ, etc. If so, answer, I do. Do you, by following those commitments, do you dedicate yourself, your decision and actions to Jesus and dedicate your children, LaVey and Miley, to God today? If so, answer, I do. I do. Family and church family, do you also dedicate yourself to LaVey and Miley's raising up in godly ways today? Amen. Amen. Here's this for you. And let's pray. Lord, we just ask for your blessings to be on Rebecca. May your glory shine through her in such mighty and glorious ways. Lord, let your blessing and the manifestation of your love flow and move. Lord, I just pray right now for a strength, a strength that passes human understanding, a strength that passes physical means. To be in her, to live the kind of life, to raise these children in such a way that they get up to heaven and God pronounces what a good life they've lived. Let that strength begin here in her, in Jesus' name. May your anointing rise up. And Lord, right now we just dedicate Mr. LaVey. Lord, this is a life given to you. Lord, this is a life given and dedicated to you. Godliness be in Jesus' name. Anything that would try to come against him, come against his heart or his mind, let its power be broken, let it be bound, and Lord, let you rise up as a shield in his mind and in his heart and give him the strength through the joy of the Lord that he can walk out the fullness of what you've called him to. You have written plans for LaVey. Lord, let those things now come to pass in the name of Jesus. And Miss, Miss Miley, we just thank you for your blessing on her. We dedicate her today to you. Jesus, she is yours. Let the glory, let the glory of you rise up in her, in her voice and in her feet to worship you in ways that makes heaven happy. Lord, we just thank you for her life and her plans. And thank you, Father, for it. In Jesus' name, thank you, Father. Amen. Amen. I just want to tell you that while I was praying over her, I saw her leaping and rejoicing and praising God, just spinning and dancing and worshiping Jesus. And amen. <laughs> amen. So love you guys. Love you guys. Love you. You like the Bible? <laughs> Amen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. All right. Thank you, guys. You're welcome. Sorry. Alexis and Mackenzie. There you are. Alexis. 
You ready? There you go. Mackenzie, you ready? <laughs> Here you go. There you go. That's yours. <laughs> that smile was awesome. <laughs> All right. Harley and Amanda Brock and Alexis and Mackenzie. Harley and Amanda, do you choose, commit, and declare that you will love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, that you will model before Alexis and Mackenzie faith, hope and love, that you promise to create an environment for godliness to take root and bear fruit in your children's life by proactively praying, worshiping, being founded on God's word and planting yourself in the body of Christ, etc. If so, answer, we do. By following the, those commitments, do you dedicate yourselves your decisions and actions to Jesus and dedicate your children to God today? If so, answer, we do. Amen. Family and church family, do you also dedicate yourself to the raising up in godly ways for Miss Alexis and Miss Mackenzie today? We do. Amen. Amen. Hold on. <laughs> Lord, we just ask for your blessings to be on Harley and Amanda today. Lord, show them ways to parent that supersede what's normal and natural. Lord, bring the heavenly wisdom of God to show them how to steward their children as best they can to be your children, to be the kind of children that you are so very pleased with. Lord, let Alexis and Mackenzie rise up because of what you're bringing through Harley and Amanda today. In Jesus' name. Father, right now, we just dedicate, dedicate Miss Alexis to you. We thank you for her. We thank you for her life. Lord, we thank you that her life will be worthy of praise because of you moving through her. Lord, we just thank you for that and we give you the glory. Let her find the goodness of you. Let her have a relationship with you that is beyond normal. Lord, let it be supernaturally great in every way. Her life in the name of Jesus is given to you. Thank you, Father. Lord, we just dedicate Miss McKenzie right now. Thank you, Father, for your goodness and your mercy. Her life is given to you. Lord, we thank you for the good gift of children, we agree on that and we worship you by giving of ourselves so that her life may be given to you. Anything that ever comes against her, Lord, let it be bound now, let its power be broken so that your goodness and your mercy may flow out and that would be the only thing that flows out now. Freedom of Christ be in her life from this day forward. Freedom be. In the name of Jesus, amen, amen, amen. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Miss Ansley Bivens. <gasps> She's like, my name just got called. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> also, A.K.A. 
Miss Purple Unicorn. There you go, Dad. Chris and Rachel Bivens. Hey, this is a very nice Bible for you. Yeah, I'll let you and Mommy hold that. Yeah. <laughs> Chris and Rachel, do you choose, commit, and declare that you will love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength that you will model before your child faith, hope, and love, that you promise to create an environment for godliness to take root and bear fruit in Miss Ansley's life by proactively praying, worshiping, being founded on God's word, and planting yourself in the body of Christ, etc. If so, answer, we do. By following those commitments, Chris and Rachel, do you dedicate yourselves your decisions and actions to Jesus and dedicate Miss Ansley to God today. It, amen, that's good. <laughs> family and church family, do you also dedicate yourself to Miss Ansley's raising up in godly ways today? Amen, amen. Father, we just pray for Chris and Rachel that your glory would fall in new ways in them personally, in their lives as a married couple, as one in you, and in their home and in their children's home today. Father, let your glory fall and manifest in new ways in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Blessing of God be now today. It's a new day. It's a new day. Thank you. Can I hold you for just a second? You think? You think? All right. Miss Ansley. Lord, we dedicate Miss Ansley to you and to your service today. Lord, we dedicate her in the name of Jesus. Father, may your blessing reside on her in every way. Lord, may she serve you in beautiful ways. Father, I ask that your heart would leap because of the ways that she serves you from this day forward. That she would see things that other people don't see. That she would walk in things serving and worshiping you that other people don't see and don't walk in because her heart is given to you. Father, we praise you for it and we thank you for it. Her life is yours today, Jesus, in Jesus' name, amen. amen. Thank you, guys. Miss Josephine Rogers. Hello. There you go. All right. Miss Priscilla, do you choose, commit, and declare that you will love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, that you will model before Josephine faith, hope, and love, 
that you promised to create an environment for godliness to take root and bear fruit in Miss Josephine's life by proactively praying, worshiping, being founded on God's word, and planting yourself in the body of Christ, etc. If so, answer, I do. All right. Miss Priscilla, by following those commitments, do you dedicate yourself, your decisions and actions to Jesus and dedicate Miss Josephine to God today? I do. I do. All right. Family and church family, do you also dedicate yourself to Miss Josephine's raising up in godly ways today? Amen. Amen. Father, we just ask for your blessing to be on Miss Priscilla in every way. Lord, we just ask for wisdom to come in new ways. Thank you for your goodness and your mercy. Thank you, Father. Thank you for bringing wisdom and grace, favor and empowerment to be the parent that you've called her to be in every way. And in Jesus' name, Lord, we just dedicate right now Miss Josephine to you. We dedicate her, her life to you in Jesus' name. Lord, anything that would try to come against her, we just bind it. Father, we just break all of that power and we release the goodness and the mercy of God in her today. Life of God, rise up strong in her. Let her be overflowing with your life today. In Jesus' name, amen, 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 amen. Thank you. All right, Mr. Tristan. I know, check them out, dude. What? Give me knuckles. Boom, all right, all right. Mr. Gabe Mabry and Mr. Tristan. So you can step on up here. Mr. Gabe, do you choose, commit, and declare that you will love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, that you will model before Tristan faith, hope and love, that you promise to create an environment for godliness to take root and bear fruit in Tristan's life by proactively praying, worshiping, being founded on God's word, and planting yourself in the body of Christ, etc. If so, answer, I do. I do. do you fo by following these commitments, do you dedicate yourself, your decisions and actions to Jesus and dedicate Tristan to God today? Family and church family, do you also dedicate yourself to the godly raising of Tristan today as we dedicate him today? Amen. Amen. Did you? Did I give you the oil? Yeah. There you go. So, Father, we just ask for your goodness and your mercy to be on the Father. Lord, let your glory pour down through him. Let your mercy pour down through Mr. Gabe. Father, let your blessing pour down through Gabe and into Tristan. Lord, in Jesus' name, we just ask right now that Tristan 
would be all of yours. Today we dedicate him to you. Lord, we just ask right now that his eyes of understanding would, would constantly be enlightened, that he would so clearly see what is your path and what isn't your path. And then, Lord, we ask that you would strengthen him with all your might to walk in everything that you have for him. May the blessing of God be on him in every way. Blessing and love of God manifest in him in new ways from this day forward. Jesus, he is yours. Tristan is yours in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Yes, sir. All right. Good stuff. <laughs> All right. Rachel and Luke. Hey, buddy. Here. Y'all can come over here. Here. You go stand on the other side of mommy. There you go. So Abigail was dedicated when she was young, but we never had the service for Rachel or Luke. So anyway, I'm Brian, and that's Nicole. Here, we choose and commit and declare that we will love God with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength, that we will model before Rachel and Luke faith, hope, and love, and we promise to create an environment for godliness to take root and bear fruit in their life by proactively praying, worshiping, being founded on God's word, and planting ourselves in the body of Christ. We do. We dedicate ourselves and our decisions and actions to Jesus, and we dedicate Rachel and Luke to God today. We do. <laughs> so family and church family, do you also dedicate yourself to Rachel and Luke's raising today in godly ways? Amen. Amen. So Father, right now, we just thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your grace upon Nicole and I in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father, for your mercy and your grace to be the parents that you've called us to be. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. We also thank you for big sisters to help model Jesus and nothing else. And Father, we also pray in Jesus' name for the grace and mercy of God on grandparents and uncles to model Jesus in every way. We commit to it and we praise you for it. Thank you for it, Father. Lord, right now we dedicate Rachel Ann Wright to you. She is yours. And from this day forward, let her live a life that is qualified as outstanding in your eyes. We praise you and we worship you and we thank you. Thank you, Father, for her for your goodness that will be made manifest in her. Blessing of God and life of God be in Jesus' name. Amen. And now, Lord, let me hold Mr. Luke. Come here, buddy.
All right. There we go. All right. Lord, we just right now, we dedicate Lucas Stephen to you. He is yours. Lord, we just ask for your blessing and your words to reside on him, and we praise you for it. Thank you, Father, for your goodness and your mercy and your plan and your plan only being fulfilled in his life. Let your anointing rise up in him and move in him. And we thank you for it, Lord. Blessing of God and love of God be now, today, in him and never leave in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Love you. Here you go. Amen. Is there anyone else? Anyone else? Nobody I missed. All right. Thank you, guys. Father, today, we thank you so much for these children whose lives are dedicated to you. Lord, we as a family and church family, we dedicate ourselves to you so that life can rise up and be made manifest in every life that's represented here today. We commit ourselves, Jesus, to you. We praise you. Lord, we worship you for these children. We worship you for what you're doing in their lives from this point forward. Lord, we thank you for your forgiveness. We thank you for your mercy. And we thank you for life and life overflowing in us today. Lord, thank you for these children and the ones that were dedicated to you today, Lord. May you and your will be done in their lives in great and mighty way. Let them do exploits for you through your power and through your love. In Jesus' name, we praise you. Amen. Amen.